0: Grace and peace to you from God, our Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Dear fellow members of the family of God, This is one of those times of the year when you can find lots of amusing stories in various places in print and online. In this case, people who get Mother's Day very wrong. There are the the gifts from husbands that are things he wanted for himself. There are the well-intentioned presents from little children, clueless about gift-giving. And there's special treatment, like the children who tell their mom to stay in bed, fill the house with the smell of bacon, coffee, and pancakes, and then, instead of bringing her breakfast in bed, call her downstairs and present her with the great favor that they had done her. They made their own breakfast, so she wouldn't have to sometimes mothers can just smile or even laugh at such things and and that's a blessing but other times it hurts deeply not because they didn't get some particular gift that they wanted but because the the carelessness or cluelessness of their husbands or children shows that they are not really Known by the people who should know them best. Or perhaps even that their husbands or children don't care to really know them. To know what they need, what they want, what they value, what will make them happy. But to every mother who longs to be known, and to every father or child struggling to know how to honor a mother, there is a fundamental truth that offers both comfort and confidence on Mother's Day and every day. God knows. God knows everything about mothers. He knows everything about you as a mother. And He knows everything about your mother. And His knowing makes all the difference. Now, in the first place, it's worth remembering that God knows what makes a mother and knows it better than anyone else. Our first reading today from Genesis makes clear that that motherhood was part of God's vital and essential design for humanity and for the, the family from the very beginning. We might even say that the creation accounts shows that mothers occupy a uniquely privileged place in God's plan. The vital role that they play in Being fruitful and multiplying means that mothers are irreplaceable and certainly not any kind of secondary characters in the history of the world. And if we bring in Genesis 3 and its tragic account of the fall into sin, we will also see that the very first promise of the gospel The very first good news that the Lord spoke to sinners was the promise that through a mother's work would be born a Savior. The sea that would crush Satan's head and end our problem of sin and death forever. Now that's mothers in God's plan for the world. But He also has plans for every mother. It's worth remembering that the Lord does not only know every mother personally and completely as, as an individual. He even knows who is a mother before any mother knows it herself. When David in Psalm 139 praises God because he is fearfully and wonderfully made, he affirms that you wove me together in my mother's womb. Whether planned or unplanned, every woman who conceives becomes in that moment, in the darkness and silence of her womb, a mother. And at that moment, only God knows. But from eternity, He has had His plan for that child and for that woman as his or her mother. He knows the miracle of life that makes a mother, and we praise him for it. But the Lord also knows other kinds of mothers. He knows the maiden aunt who steps in to take care of her her nieces and nephews whenever needed. She has no obligation, only love. He knows the wise and reliable older friend who looks after you in tough times and rejoices with you in good times. He knows that one woman in the office or in the neighborhood who looks after everyone the way a hen looks after her chicks and provides the warmth and the tenderness that makes all the difference. Maybe you have someone in your life who is like a mother to me, Maybe you are that someone to others. Well, God knows it. And God blesses that kind of motherhood too and blesses us all through it. But God's attention is not limited only to the making of a mother. He also knows what breaks one. At the fall, when Adam and Eve blew up God's plan for perfection by insisting on their own will instead of His, cursing the world with sin, death, and decay, the Lord warned our first parents that their relationship with each other was now going to include problems and conflict instead of only love, and that motherhood in particular would contain pain and struggle. And that has certainly been the case throughout history, and is most certainly true for mothers today. But God did not give that warning just so he could say, I told you so, I told you not to sin, and this is what happens. No, God wanted us, and he wanted especially mothers to know that he sees and understands, and that he is always ready to offer forgiveness, to hear prayers Give strength, provide patience, and help in every way. The Lord is not unaware of the stresses that Maddie is dealing with. Kids stuck at home, income restricted, shortages at the store, too much to do around the house, and nowhere near enough help from her husband, let alone the children. God sees everything that Joan is struggling with every day. How her husband presents their family to the world as a model of Christian love and charity, but treats her worse than the hired help, running her down, undermining her with the kids, denying her her successes, destroying her happinesses, and and blaming her for her frustrations and hurt feelings. Our Father in Heaven knows and feels the same pain when Ellen's adult children ignore her treat her as a problem to be managed, and refuse to share any of their lives with her at all. We all know how bad circumstances, tough times, mistreatment and disrespect can break a mother. But God knows it even better than we do. He knows the ideal that we sinners miss, And he knows the sins that bring pain and struggle where there should only be love and peace and honor, which is why God also knows and does what mends a mother. All the brokenness and sin, all the hurt and guilt, all the things that make a mom cry or grieve or scream, God sees and takes and removes everything that is wrong God makes right we can be confident of this because the deepest need of any mother is the same as every person's greatest need the Lord has answered that in the most complete and loving way that there could be Every one of us is a sinner deserving God's punishment, not praise, not only for the things that we have done wrong, but also for the good things we have left undone. Most mothers I know find it all too easy to see these failures in themselves. But even for anyone who denies or tries to ignore this, it is still true. We all have sinned, each and every one of us, fall short of the glory of God. And we all deserve nothing but death and hell for our rebellion against His good and perfect will. But God wants that for none of us. He loves us even though we are disobedient and ungrateful sinners. And so the Father sent His only Son to be our Savior. Jesus took our place under his law and he obeyed it perfectly. Yet he also suffered all the consequences of our disobedience to God's law. In his body, soul, and heart, he, he bore the guilt of all the world's sins and he paid the price for it all with his death on the cross. But his mission did not end there. God raised Christ up from the dead on Easter morning to show that His sacrifice was accepted and and to guarantee that, that all who put their trust in Him and His work not only have their sin and guilt removed forever, but will live eternally in glory just as He does. This salvation is the thing that mothers need most. Your sins are forgiven. Your perfect relationship with God has been restored. You have been made holy. What was lost and what you have squandered has been restored by Jesus in love. No matter what happens, no matter what you have done, you are God's child. and You have a place with Him in heaven forever. But, of course, in the meantime, we still have to live on this earth. But the same love of God that saved you from death will also lift you up and help you in life. We will not have perfection until paradise, but we have a perfectly loving Lord every day until then. So, to the new mother, juggling nursing, Diapers and dinner and nap time and and what's that sniffle and calling the repairman and how can I ever do this and, and where did my mind go? God says, come to me and find rest for your soul. Let Christ take on your weariness and remove your guilt over things left undone and things done wrong. And to the woman whose husband has promised six times to fix that broken door, whose children magically appear when dinner's ready and disappear when it's time for the dishes, whose boss seems to think that working from home means that she has more time to take on more responsibilities, to her God says, rely on me. Ask me for patience and I will give it. Ask for strength and I will lift you up. Ask for wisdom and I will guide you. That's what our almighty and loving Lord has promised to do, and he keeps his promises. And to husbands and fathers and children who realize that they have not honored and loved the mothers in their lives as they should, who have caused pain and problems, who have insisted on their own will in the wrong situations, who have taken for granted the tremendous gift and blessing of God that those mothers are, he says, repent, and I forgive you for Jesus' sake. Now trust me. Trust me and let me lead you to give love and praise, honor and obedience, understanding and patience, appreciation and sensitivity ask and you shall receive that's what our almighty and loving lord has promised to do and he keeps his promises so we have a god who pays attention and cares about mothers we see jesus doing that while he is dying on the cross and we see the holy spirit doing the same through the apostle paul in our reading from colossians and and we see it also in many other places in Scripture. So, so we believe what we are told in the Bible about trusting the Lord for everything that mothers need and everything we need for the mothers in our lives. And we follow what we are told there as well how we are to treat parents and children and the other people in our lives, recognizing our various vocations under God and how we are to be His servants in serving others. We will clothe ourselves with heartfelt compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. We will bear with one another and we will forgive one another just as Christ has forgiven us. Instead of conflict, we will let the peace of Christ control our hearts and we will be thankful not only for the things that we have, but for the people God has placed in our lives. Husbands will love their wives. Children will obey their mothers and their fathers in everything as is fitting in the Lord. Whatever we do, we will do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus. We will work at it with all our hearts as is fitting, as if it is for the Lord Himself. And He will bless us as He has in Christ our Savior and as He does in and through our mothers and in and through motherhood. We have his word on that. And for that, and for all of his gracious gifts, we give him thanks. Alleluia. Amen. Please rise. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.